0: This podcast is brought to you by Absa Corporate and Investment Banking. Following the journey of the modern consumer from bricks to bytes. Hello and welcome to the special APSA Insights podcast. We're talking about the retail sector, particularly in the context of Black Friday and also how retail is changing in South Africa. We've seen a huge increase in online retail and quite a substantial decrease in footfall in malls. The dynamics are really, really interesting. And Isana Cordia, who is the sector head for consumer goods and services at APSA, is with us today this
1: Black Friday didn't look nearly uh, similar to other Black Fridays and I think for obvious reasons um, there was nothing normal about this year and uh, I don't think we we expected anything normal about the Black Friday we've seen in the past maybe one of the, the biggest things was that stores didn't open early in the mornings and there was no long queues people weren't lining up for big ticket items there was no deep discounts to be seen. So when normally we saw a huge spike early in the morning on the average transaction values, the values stayed fairly flat throughout the day. A lot of retailers actually chose to run discounts for the whole of November um, and kept it at around 20%, 25% discounts. So, yeah, it looked very different than other years, and I suppose that's what we see in the numbers as well.
0: Certainly, it's so interesting because the disruption wasn't just a Black Friday disruption. You describe it in a piece I read recently that retailers didn't have an Easter. You don't consider Easter as being... Pivotal in how Black Friday plays out. You just don't see that, but it is, as it turns out. Yeah, I think
1: what we need to consider is that retailers has a predetermined year when it comes to sales. They have Easter's, they have Black Fridays, they have holidays, and they account for all of this when they plan their stock levels. Now, this year, the planning was totally disrupted. There was, like you say, no Easter. Supplies was disrupted from overseas because it was a global event. So, you know, the stock levels were very difficult to manage throughout this period. We saw all of this happening. In fact, three days before lockdown in South Africa, we saw a Black Friday type event with regards to sales and it didn't benefit all categories unfortunately it benefited mainly grocery categories so it was very skewed towards one area but that was basically our Black Friday this year. It normally takes retailers around 6 months to build up um, their stock and planning for a Black Friday and obviously we all know 6 months ago where were we? We were in, in lockdown and with very little visibility of how this was going to unfold. So yes, from pure event-based, sales-driven supply management, the year was a disaster. And I don't think Black Friday was ever going to look like last year, just on that basis.
0: It is so interesting how things have switched. Banks of Africa, they monitor each and every single transaction that happens. And they looked at in-store card purchases on Black Friday, and there were just under 5 million. That was 30%, 30%, a third fewer than they were in 2019. However, and it doesn't make up for the, for the drop-off in physical retail, but online retail spiked by more than 60%. And one does have to wonder just how sticky that is and whether or not it's part of a new trend or is it simply needs must so people went and had their Black Friday fix on the internet.
1: Um, I think online is just uh, the, the new trend we, we've been coping with this whole year and the 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 statue quoting from BankServe um, confirms that and when we look at our own stats um, APSA data also shows us um, that of the overall spent, 8% was online in 2019 and that's up to 22% of that sales was spent online. So yes, I think it's here to stay. We've had um, various retailers come out with their results, talking about the spiking in their online sales. And it really is that one thing that the retailers need to get right and need to follow through because I I don't think it's going away. And it's not just not going away for Black Friday. It's not going away in general as to people have become comfortable with the online world and trading through online.
0: Uh, one wonders what effect this has on christmas christmas used to be the big spending season people would wait in the olden days remember them uh, for 13th checks or for some kind of bonus and a lot of that would then be splurged at christmas time that spending pattern shifted back to black friday and there were lots of deals this year that spending didn't happen to the same extent there were fewer deals One wonders whether or not that bodes well then for Christmas sales 2020, or is the economy so battered, bruised and broken that we also see a big drop off there?
1: Well, you ask the million-dollar question. I think we all, um, you know, are not going to try and guess that. Um, it could play out either way. Um, in my opinion, the, you could, if you, even if you look at the whole of November, we see um, trading sales, um, retail sales drop two point seven percent for the whole of November compared to October, where it was up seventeen percent, and that matches what our consumer confidence numbers said for the third quarter, based on retail activity. And consumer spending, they they saw conf- consumer confidence coming back. Yet November came off badly. So for me, you know, I think there's two sides to the coin. The one side is the the pinch is really starting to be felt in the consumer's pockets. I've always said that I think it's going to come towards the end of the year. And that might have an impact on how our December sales play out, certainly. But on the other hand, we also don't, don't think, um, you know, people are going to travel as much and maybe spend a little bit more in shopping and um, purchasing stuff for their homes. Like we've seen, the category spending um, at home has consistently improved um, and is up year on year. So, yeah, I think it can go both ways. But in my opinion, I, I think we're in for a fairly flat season trading. I don't expect that it will shoot the lights out by any means.
0: Well, certainly we did see those better than expected third quarter recovery numbers. Every single sector recovering. There was lots of pent up demand, of course, but also lots more disposable income in many households, households where people held on to their jobs, where their expenses fell, where they didn't need to invest in trousers and they didn't need to drive to work and sit in traffic. And they've worked, as we are discussing now, more in the virtual space. Uh, And so there is a large part of the consumer economy that is possibly feeling a little bit more cash flush. One wonders whether or not they're going to be spending or absolutely petrified of second waves. And I suppose that's the second million dollar question is what's going to be the catalyst for a return to any kind of serious spending South Africa style?
1: Well I think the reality is if you look at the the stats that came out uh, some uh, in the last couple of days from stats essay saying that our um, unemployment rate has now spiked at 30.8% which is the highest unemployment rate on record since 2008 I mean you you cannot deny and we all know people and we know that most people have been impacted somehow in their families by either pay cuts or retrenchments or their businesses failing so, you know, you have to be naive to think that this is going to be smooth sailing, even if there's not a second wave, things will turn around. The economy is going to take some time to recover. But I would say that the biggest opportunity in it is to is to see how we can boost the economy and things like bringing manufacturing home and creating jobs out of that, bringing our costs down because we, we source locally, we produce locally, becoming a, a country that is self-sufficient in production again, you know, those things can bode well in boosting our economy. So uh, these are the opportunities that the country would have to and the, and the sectors would have to work very hard towards to turn around this economy. But it's going to take time. And I think 2021 is probably going to be a difficult year from a pure economic point of view.
0: From that perspective, what happens to the structure of South Africa's retail sector? We saw the collapse of Edcon, Jet went into the Fushini Group. We saw retail ability, buy the bits of Edgar's they believe they can make money out of. So that was a nice opportunity. Mr. Price made an acquisition as well. Do we see a lot more change on that front as we see consolidation and perhaps the disappearance of some brands?
1: Uh, definitely, I think so, Bruce. I think it's going to, 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 in order to understand that the answer to that question may be a little bit better, you've got to possibly split the categories. I think food retail is strong and and will be strong and have maybe space to diversify and do um, interesting things like I think ShopRite has done in the rural areas with their trucks. And Mr. Price is doing with uh, the buying of um, the Powerhouse Fashion Group, which is in a, in a different market. Market or deeper into the market they so wish to serve. Um, places like um, Home Choice, who's, who's putting containers in rural areas for click and collect, making it easier for their customers to get the goods. Those things I think we're going to start seeing more. And I'm hoping we're seeing more innovations and retailers working this market differently to solve for this very difficult time and economy we're in. But I think... The discretionary spending space, especially in clothing and brands, um, yeah, that's going to struggle. I think as the top end starts dropping down, you're essentially going to have feel a squeeze in that part of the market and that's probably where we potentially could see more losses and businesses going under and difficulties um, from a discretionary spend space. Clothing, specifically, I think is, is, going to, is going to be hardest hit and might look fairly different. You just think about with the clothes you buy if you don't go out, if you start working more from home and we know some of these trends are going to last you know there's excess clothes in your in your cupboard all of these things you know clothing and, and and the textile industry is something to watch very carefully I believe
0: yeah, there's been a big shift to what Robbie Brosnan refers to as schluffing pants. Not people are schluffing. There's no more dressing up smartly and up to the nines. Um, is, is 2021 shaping up to be a better year for retail than 2020? Or I mean, you sound a little bit pessimistic about prospects. But do we see a bounce in line with economic activity? I think that's possibly quite a safe assumption to make, or not.
1: Yeah, I think the reality is retail was busy changing, and um, the, the the economic impact of this year and the the impact of the lockdown has just accelerated this change that was happening. And again, I'm saying it is going to look pretty bleak on a on a black and white um, factual level. But there's always opportunities, and there's opportunities right now for retailers to redefine their market, to re to innovate, to re access their market in different ways and create jobs i think the biggest thing in south africa is we have to work very hard to create jobs um, because creating jobs get people spending and get people spending create jobs so it's like a vicious circle and for me that it's just um it's not a pessimistic view but i think it's a realistic view and knowing that it's going to be shoulder to the wheel next year to get the opportunities and and see the opportunities and work them and not sit back and just cruise like any other
0: normal year. All the retailers would tell you they never cruise, they never cruise. Isana, thank you very much. Isana (laughs) Cordia is the sector head for consumer goods and services at APSA. Expert advice and data-driven insights that unlock your business's potential. ABSA Insights. Brought to you by APSA Corporate and Investment Banking. For more, visit cib.apsa.africa.